This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. So I am thinking that perhaps today's verse, the sixth verse of the seventh chapter, could be the climax, really, to the entire story in the Song of Solomon. But nonetheless, <laughs> it is it is spectacular, and it no doubt is the uh, Vav verse, which has to do with delight, and it very much <laughs> is delightful. It also has to do with the fear of the Lord. All these things fit into this sixth verse in the seventh chapter, which we'll just go ahead and read. It says, How fair and how pleasant art thou, O love, for delights. I love what Matthew Henry, I really, really do love what Matthew Henry talks about in that that word um, pleasant is actually a word that is, is like saying that this has been put on. In other words, that there's a way that this was bestowed, the pleasantness of it which, you know, it's kind of like jewelry on a woman that, that, that she would be decked out. And so this idea of pleasant is something that Jesus gave us. It's a light that he, he gave us, and it very much has to do with the presence, of you know, to be fully present and showing the light with which we reflect Jesus. That is the idea of how pleasant and I, I, I do love very much what Matthew Henry says about that. And Rashi is saying that this is like this is the big moment for the delight of the love that, that the two have. And then, you know, I would just comment about the faith that's involved in this because, <laughs> you know, again, that letter Nun is very prominent in both the idea of uh, how pleasant art thou. And then there's also in the idea of delights that there is this faith that goes back. And so I almost have a sense, and since that last word is sort of a Solomon word that you usually just find that Solomon made it, that's like a very much a male noun that has to do with his faith. So as a result of our great faith that we've been talking about um, in the last several verses, we now see he responds with his great faith in us and that therein is the delights. That that word <laughs> is very much plural in Hebrew. And so it's not just one delight. It is delights. And, and so the idea is that it's a, a really miraculous thing that, you know, Jesus delights. In other words, because of our faith in him, he has tremendous faith in us. And when you think about that, that even results in both, you know, in regular marriage in children, in other words, because you have your great faith in your wife and her great faith in you, you're then entrusted with children. And and the idea is we have been entrusted with Jesus's children as a result of these delights. In other words, that's how much faith that he has in you is that he is wanting to bear children with you, okay, because he knows how faithful you are. And isn't that spectacular that you have these moments that he entrusts his children with you? And so I can't help but note that, that that's just the spectacular thing to me is that, oh, my goodness, you mean that Jesus has so much faith in me that he entrusts me with his children? And, yes, that's, that's, that's the most delight of delights, right? <laughs> it is, uh, uh, you know, one time I had this absolute delight of baptizing a young man that had come to a couple boot camps as we're getting ready actually for a boot camp this week. Um, 
actually I get to go tomorrow and the next day and the next day to this boot camp. But last time we had this boot camp, I got a chance to baptize somebody for the first time. And and like, what a spectacular thing. And and I got to tell you that it, the young man's father was there. And there was, there's a movie that we're going to show at this boot camp of that baptism. And if you can see the hug of that father and son, you, you get an idea of what I'm talking about. The delight that was between the two as he was born again, and, and, and we all get a chance to take part in God's children. The delight that's involved in that and the delights after delights after delights as we get a chance to see more and more of his children. And, and that's no doubt all that, that love bears fruit, okay? It just does. <laughs> and so the other thing I would lo- like to note about this verse that I saved for the end because I think it's part of the reason I believe that it is the climax of the verse, I mean, excuse me, the climax of the whole Song of Solomon, It is, is this is the only time that the king slash Solomon here uses the word love to describe his bride. The hob the, the love, not the, the same word that is used, you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. That love, the rest of the time he refers to us with the dalad vav dalad love, which has to do with the servant love. But here, when he says, you know, how fair and how pleasant is thy love, he's talking about the hahab love, that love, that love that we have um, that, uh, you know, would be comparable to agape love you may have heard in the Greek, but it's so much richer than that because ahaba love is the father himself expressed and the son expressed. In other words, the heart of the father is love and the heart of the son is love. And when you put them together, <laughs> you got a whole lot of love, okay? And here he is describing us as that, right? He, he's saying, how fair is thou love? Thy, in other words, he's describing his bride as love, right? <laughs> and so, you know, therein lies what happens Right As a result of all the light that he gives us, we get to fall madly in love with him, and then we get a chance to bear fruits, and that is nothing but pure delight. Again, the only place that you'll find in the Song of Solomon where Solomon describes us in that way, with using that word ahava, and, and just absolutely spectacular in my world. And I hope that that it's spectacular in yours as you think about loving him with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. And in doing so, you get kids and kids in Christ. Ah, that's delights in me.